You are listening to the Conquering Evers podcast, episode number eight. Welcome to the Conquering Universe Podcast. My name is Brian Salore, and thank you. Thank you so much for spending a part of your day here with me. My mom used to tell me when I was a kid that excuses are like buttholes. That's not the word she used, but we'll keep it PG. Excuses are like buttholes. Everybody's got one. Right. And I don't know. There's just little things that your parents say to you when you're growing up that I imagine stick with you your entire life. The other one that she used to say to me that I enjoy is, uh, you know, dream in one hand and and crap in the other and see which one fills up quicker. I don't remember the context in which she used to use that. She was never she never discouraged me to chase any dreams. I guess it was just her way of saying, you know what, you got to deal with the here and now. And, uh, and and then the rest will, will fall into place. But I'm here today, I want to talk about excuses and the excuses we make to ourselves. The reason uh, these excuses are the reasons that, you know, maybe our life isn't exactly how we want it to be. Um, it could be, you know, the reason we're not successful. <clears throat> Tell you a little story. So way back in the day, I don't want to date myself too too much, but way back when, in the olden days, right, when we used to have to walk to school barefoot, uphill, both ways, to and from, in the snow. You know, those olden days. Me and my cousin were playing in my backyard. And uh, the house I lived in at the time, um, it had this long staircase that went up to an upstairs, uh, like, back porch area. And we're in the backyard, and we're fooling around, where we decide we're going to play superheroes. And... My cousin's like, hey, I'm Spider-Man, and I'm Spider-Man because I can climb like a spider. And off he went. He was all, he was climbing up trees. He was climbing up the side of the porch. He was, you know, doing all the things that you would expect Spider-Man to do. And that kind of ticked me off a little bit as a kid because I'm like, okay, who's better than Spider-Man? You know, Spider-Man can spin webs. He can climb trees, you know, jump, you know get to the top of a tall building, you know, who, okay, you know who, Superman, that's right, I'm Superman, I can fly, I can leap tall buildings in a single bound, my cousin looks at me and he's like, you're not Superman, yes I am, no you're not, yes I am, no you're not, and of course, I did what any kid would do in that situation of uh, you can, you can't tug a war. I said, okay, fine. I'm going to prove it. I'm going to fly. So I went and I got this blanket. It was my baby blanket. And I tucked it into the back of my shirt and I made it into a cape. And I proceeded to climb those stairs leading up to the, the upstairs back porch area. And I don't know how, you know how high I climbed. I didn't go all the way up. I wasn't, you know, I had a lick of sense in my little young brain, but uh, 
I went high enough for a five-year-old and, uh, you know, made sure my cape was straight. And I gave out the, the old Superman yell, up, up, and away. And I hit the concrete faster and harder than <laughs> I expected. And the good news is I flew for about two seconds. Bad news is my, my nose exploded on impact once I hit the concrete. And uh, I still have residual effects from that from that moment. All these years later, all these many many years later. But as I think about that that time in my life, that story, and with the significance of it, that was the the day I would say that I became an excuse maker. Right? I had scared myself with that one moment. And in, in, in that, you know, I got hurt, went to the hospital, all that good stuff. And I convinced myself in that moment that I'm afraid of heights. There's no way I can. No, I'm not. I'm not climbing on anything. I'm not climbing trees. I'm, I'm not going on top of the clubhouse. None of that, because I was scared. Now, I was scared. My my thinking was, well, if I climb to a height, I could fall and break my nose. <laughs> I could fall and break a leg. And so anytime my friends would come over and they'd want to go and do, you know, what most six, five, six, seven-year-olds want to do, right? You climb trees, you get up on the roof of things, you jump off of things. I don't know. Maybe your childhood was different. That's how mine was. We used to, I mean, back in the day when we used to actually play, right? Before we had all the video games and all that, that would uh, melt our minds into, you know, goo. But, um, you know, I, I, I would find an excuse. No, I'm not going to do that. No, I can't do that. Can't do it because of this. I can't do it because of that. And that excuse maker, that that, and really what it comes down to is fear, right? We make excuses out of fear, in my opinion. And as I as I went through life, I could see instances in time, or I remember instances in time where I came up with an excuse. Oh, I don't have time. Right, that's a big one. Everybody's got that excuse. Nobody ever has time for whatever. And the truth is, if you really wanted something bad enough and you gave yourself the permission to be to have courage and do it, you would make the time. But, you know, hey, I don't have time. I can't oh, I can't do that. Maybe next week. Hey, you know, could you look me up next week? And you leave your phone off the entire next week, right? Because you don't want to get that call. Oh, I can't do that because, you know, I don't have the skills. I don't have the talents. What are some other excuses we think of? Oh, well, you know, my back kind of hurts today. I can't go do that today. I know. Think about the excuses in your life when you're confronted with an opportunity. And I'm not talking about climbing trees or jumping off of stairs or anything like that. I'm, Grown-up talk now, right? You're grown-up. It would be kind of weird if one of your adult friends said, Hey, you want to go climb a tree with me? I, you know, I don't know. That would seem a little weird. But maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's your shtick. I don't know. There's people that climb off mountains, jump out of planes, right? But when you think about opportunity, think about the opportunities that you've had in your life, and especially the opportunities that never came to fruition, the opportunities that never turned out. And what was your excuse? What was your excuse in that moment? Did you 
feel like you weren't talented enough to maybe post for uh, apply for a certain job or you know maybe you know you didn't have time to I don't know what you know whatever I it, it, each of us is going to be a little bit different in in in, in and what it was that we turned our back on out of this fear. So we made this excuse. I had an opportunity several years back to buy a restaurant. And that, at least at that time in my life, that was my, my dream. I wanted to own a restaurant. I could see myself, you know, I could visualize myself as the owner walking around, greeting the customers. How are you doing? How was your meal? How is everything? Hey, here's a coupon, you know, whatever. Working the floor like a like a pro, you know, and I had this opportunity to buy this restaurant and and I was going to buy it on contract, which was even nicer because I was young. I was in my 20s at the time and I didn't have, you know, the cash to just to go out and buy a restaurant. But I knew the, the guy that owned it and, uh, you know, I, we were friends. So he's like, hey, you know, I'll sell this to you on contract, you know, over the next you know, five or so years, get it paid off. Cheers. And so. I spent hours, you know, preparing, a, you know, get a business plan because I did want to see if I could get any money from the bank. So I put together a business plan. I put together, you know, I started putting together um, the the manual, right, the employee manual and all these ideas and thoughts, I, you know, these recipes. I started collecting all of this together because I, I was going to do this, right? This was my dream. But the hitch came in the fact that at the time I was working for a major corporation, you know, standard nine to five. My first child was, you know, six, seven months away from being born. And the job that I had at the time, the, the corporate nine to five gave me benefits. So I had the health insurance. I had the time off I had the luxuries that one would want when starting a family and so I started thinking about that you know can I you know can I walk away from that do I want to walk away and not have the health insurance to not have the you know this would be a bad time but you know maybe I could do both right you know maybe I could work my corporate nine to five and then come in and and work the restaurant I planned on opening later in the afternoon anyway so I could probably finagle that Hell, my job might even be willing to cut my hours down a little bit so that I still maintain all my benefits. But, uh, you know, I, I have this extra time to pursue this other opportunity. And so all this started swirling in my head and I got scared. I got cold feet. I'm like, I can't I don't know if I can work 100 hours a week. You know, I don't know if I could stay with the corporate nine to five and you know, run this restaurant at the same time, even though the restaurant already had a well-established manager already on the payroll, everything was, would have been fine there. I, I just, I, I, I got myself to a point where I was like, I can't do this, right? I got to stick with the corporate nine to five. This is going to provide for my family. This is going to give me the benefits and the time off and all the things that, you know, make up that quote unquote American dream. So I turned my back on the restaurant. I went ahead and canceled the deal and and he ended up selling it to somebody else and, and and I went on my merry business but you know here 20 over 20 years later it still bugs the heck out of me because I think about that all the time like what if I would have just said you know what I don't know what the future holds 
but here's what I'm going to do. Here's the steps I'm going to take to give it the very best try possible. If it doesn't work out, so be it, right? You find you have an exit plan. You have an exit strategy in place. But I made an excuse. Oh, hey, man, sorry, I can't buy this restaurant. You know, my wife's, you know, she, she's pregnant with our first child. And, you know, I got this job and it's got security. And, and I walked away. I walked away with an excuse. But really why I walked away was because I was afraid that, the, that I would fail. That I would fail as a restaurant owner. That I wouldn't be able to put in the time or the effort or the energy to do that and to do this other job. Even though, you know, the corporate job honestly would have probably been temporary. I would have kept it till the, you know, till I, I had an opportunity to segue full time into, into the restaurant world. I don't know what would have happened. <clears throat> I might have been hugely successful and there may be a string of restaurants coast to coast now with my name on the banner but i'll never know because i i made an excuse right i'm going to encourage all of you within the sound of my voice to to do something for yourself today what i'd like you to do is you know get yourself a pad a paper and a pen and i want you to think back over the span of your life and think of opportunities that you walked away from could be good good or bad. I, it, it just it doesn't really matter. I just want you to think about those opportunities that you walked away from. Was it a relationship that you walked away from? Was it a job you walked away from or a job opportunity or a relationship opportunity? Did you walk away from buying a house and you decided to rent? I mean, just anything that you can think of that an opportunity that's still in the forefront of your mind. Think of what that opportunity was, write it down, and then write down the reason you didn't go through with it. And these can be any opportunities, big or small, right? It could be a job that you didn't apply for. It could be a relationship you didn't pursue. It could be a house you decided not to buy. Whatever is on your mind that you, that you still today sit here and go, man, I wish I would have done things differently. Think of those opportunities and think about the reason you gave yourself not to pursue with it, right? Didn't have time, didn't have the knowledge, didn't have the skill. Fact of the matter is, and I've said this a million times, I'll probably say it a million more, is there's no better time to get started or to pursue something than right now. <laughs> if you want to buy a house, Start laying those those bricks, right? Start laying that foundation. Figure out what you need to do to buy that house. Don't worry about the money you don't have. Don't worry about the, you know, the how you know not knowing which house it's going to be. Just start taking baby steps, right? You know you need a little money in the bank. You know you need to talk to a realtor. You know you need to look around. You know shop around. You got to figure out your price range. Just start taking actionable steps towards your dream, towards your goal, towards that opportunity. And let the path let the path reveal itself as as you walk down it, right? You think about car headlights. I don't know how far they shine out. But right when you're driving in in the pitch black and you got your headlights on, what do you see about maybe what 10, 15, you know, yards in front of your vehicle? 
and you have no idea what lays on the other side of that because it's just dark. It's just pitch black, and you won't know until you get a little closer, until you get a little bit more closer. So that's how we need to, you know, I feel like that's that's what we, all of us, me, you, all of us, we need to do this, have this approach in our life when it comes to opportunities, opportunities that we want. Now, now I'm not talking about opportunities that you didn't want. You know, your friend wants you to come over and drink a couple beers and watch the game. Maybe you don't feel like it, right? And that's not so much an opportunity. But, you know, maybe your friend's got this kick-ass business idea and he wants to come over and wants you to come over and talk to talk to you about it yeah i don't really have time man well, who knows what you just missed out on right now these are just kind of random thoughts random ideas off the top of my head everybody's situation is going to be a little bit different but we need to take some time take some time think about opportunities that you missed out on and and the and, and then Jot down why. Why did you miss that opportunity? What was your excuse? And moving forward, when an opportunity presents itself, instead of coming up with an excuse or being afraid of what the, the outcome might be, just start where you are. <laughs> just start taking baby steps. That's what I did with this podcast. I, I, I had no idea how to podcast before I started this podcast. And some of you may say, you still don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing good or bad. Yeah, whatever. I guess we'll find out, you know, sometime in the future. I know what my goals are for this, this podcast. And uh, I know where I want it to go. And so I'm just taking baby steps. You know, I don't have a, a regular posting routine yet, but that's okay. Because I am getting some new content up there. I don't have all my social media set up yet, but that's okay. I'll get there, whether I do it myself or I find somebody to, to do it for me. I will eventually get there. I'm not going to worry about that. I'm not going to let that stop me from getting on this microphone and, you know, putting this out there for the world to hear. You know, hopefully somebody besides myself finds value in it. And, you know, even if it's only one person, then I feel like it's been totally worth it, so... So, in the immortal words of my mother, I just want you always, all to remember that excuses are like assholes. Everybody seems to have one. Well, that's going to do it for today. Listen, I'd really like to connect with you all. Um, there's a couple ways that you can reach out to me currently. You could drop me an email if you'd like, brian at conqueringeverest.com. That's pretty simple. Or if you'd like to leave a comment on this podcast, uh, this podcast is hosted through Podbean. They have a mobile app for both Android and iOS. Wherever you're listening, I, you know, if you leave a comment, I, I'm probably not going to be notified. But if you download the Podbean app and you do a search for Conquering Everest or you just go to conqueringeverest.com, you will... Uh, Come across the, well, actually, maybe the .com won't work. I, see, this is the new podcast in me. You need the app, right? You need the app. You look up Conquering Everest. You find me. You find the episode. And you leave me a comment there. So right now, that's two ways to reach out to me. I, I do have a Facebook page as well. Um, so if you just look at, you know, Facebook.com slash Conquering Everest. And uh, you'll be able to find me there on Facebook as well. So. Until next time, be kind, 
spread the love, and keep being awesome.